Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Um, turns out you might not actually be who you think you are. <gasps> what? What? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer Bradley. You might not be who you think you are. Do you know who you are? Do you? Ancestry.com. Oh, I thought you were playing the thing. I mean, it's fine. Sorry. Nope. We've, it's, that was my bad. We uh, we have now heard that Ancestry.com, you know, where you can have your DNA tested to find out oh, where yeah. you're from. Oh, yeah. Because you've done it. Yeah. I've done it. Uh, you spit in a little tube, and then you send it in. You find yeah. out, like, oh, you know, you're this much percentage you- this, this much percentage that. We were wondering if I was Neanderthal. I'm not. No, you're not. You always claim to be because you have red hair and mm-hmm. they they also have red hair, but they're also extinct and you're not. So anyway, um, yes, they offer these DNA tests and a lot of people have very... Anyway, I could tell you a lot about this, but you tell yes. me yeah, I do want why to know more you're about bringing that. this up. Well, the reason why I'm bringing it up and why it's news today is because um, they are Ancestry.com is reporting that uh, they've had some database changes that will be rolled out within the next month, but are already currently available to some, including myself and I think you as well, Bradley, um, that will will make results a little bit more accurate. In other words, because the technology continues to develop, they're able to pinpoint other areas that you are that your ancestry is is hails from. Yeah. Um based on the technology improvement. And to your point, Bradley, for some people this is really upsetting, including somebody they profiled for an article I wrote about this or I didn't write the article. I, was I read what? Yeah, so wow. articles. No, uh, a woman who is going by the name Simone, she asked that her name not be published, possibly because she's embarrassed about her overreaction sure. to this. Anyway, but um, she said she's so disappointed with the new results on Ancestry.com because of the new technology that she is refusing to accept them. Yeah. Uh, she said that she's looking at her son's DNA and she uh, had a DNA test two years ago that she sent in to a website to find out what his makeup was. And it said he was 31% Spanish. He had 31% Spanish DNA. There's Spanish blood on his father's side. And uh, she's kind of done her research and she sees where that all kind of comes from in her family tree. But she says, this is really upsetting that there that this is all changing because this is his identity and now the identity is changing and it What's, shows that there's a lower percentage oh, okay. of his Spanish heritage 
and it has dramatically increased the amount of DNA that comes from Great Britain. Okay. Uh, and so this is what's upsetting to her. Okay. And she's just like, I'm not going to accept so this. So this is not uncommon. And very likely, those of you who got caught up in this, you know, tidal wave or tsunami of DNA testing and have uploaded dutifully your results um, or uploaded your samples to Ancestry.com, Family Tree DNA, or half a dozen other websites that do this testing... You get some information back, and very often people are like, what? It doesn't say I'm 25% Irish and 25% German and 25% Spanish and 25% Polish like it's supposed to. That's what my grandma said. That is a very common experience. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not even dealing with what you're talking about. So very often, back in the day, people would get these tests, and they'd be surprised. Wow, I have this percentage of this. That's not what I've been told. Well, okay, here's the thing. First of all, a lot of those numbers are bogus, kind of. The science is good. Mm -hmm. That is, DNA is a legit science, so you can trust the science. What the science is telling you and how that's presented by places like Ancestry DNA can sometimes be very misleading. Mm -hmm. And also, you have to disabuse yourself of the notion that you are a percentage of this because your grandparents came from this place. Right. What I mean by that is, like, you've always been, like, I was always told we are um, German and Irish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's actually not true. When you start to look at our family tree, it should be like German, Irish, British. Okay. Well, then I get my ancestry results back. And it doesn't seem like I'm a third this, a third that, and a third this. It's like 60% this, 10% this. Well, the other thing you have to remember is that you inherit pieces of DNA. Right. You don't inherit like exact amounts from specific cultural groups from your parents. Right. You are inheriting a certain amount of DNA from your parents and their parents and so on and so forth in differing arrangements. Makeups, yeah. Such that all that's telling you is that you've inherited certain amounts that are typical of people who come from these particular areas. Meaning, you that that should not make you feel like you are any less what your cultural heritage is. Right. Because I, from what you're saying, and again, we should throw the caveat in, neither of us are scientists. No, we zero, just yeah. have spit in the cup and sent it off to... Ancestry.com people, but um, but like, is it possible that siblings could have a different... Oh yeah, you yeah. will. Siblings absolutely will have different combos of of DNA, which will represent different... Because again, it, you don't... There's not like you look in the DNA and it says German. That's right. not a thing. Right. It's that you have markers for, you know, over time, historically, people who came from a certain area have these traditional markers. I'm totally dumbing things down and you can always read a lot more about it. At will. But for, let me give you an example. So, again, I thought I was roughly like 50% German and then like uh, maybe 30% Irish and 20% British. Okay. Let's, just, let's just make up random uh-huh. numbers. Well, what you're actually talking about, this story about Ancestry.com, they've been getting more and more data as all these people take tests. Uh-huh. And more and more data means... More and more accuracy. And so that has changed those percentages such that now my English, Wales and Northwestern Europe percentage is like through the roof, 57 Mm percent. That doesn't make any 
you know, that doesn't seem to necessarily add up when you look at my family tree. However, what you have to remember is Northwestern Europe is like all over the place. Right. Like there are tons of places that could come from. DNA does not have geographical boundaries. Right. So to try to shoehorn your thoughts about where your ancestors came from culturally and nationally is not the same as what DNA you're inheriting. So mm-hmm. the moral of the story is don't overreact. Right. Appreciate what it means and wait because as more people continue to get uh, tested, we'll have more data, which means we'll have a more accurate picture. And it's also teaching us about historically where people's moved yes. from and to. And it gives you an opportunity to understand that piece better about how you got to be where you are now. Yeah. But the traditions that are passed down through your family based on the culture that they experienced, that doesn't change. No. And that's what's that, and, that's what's misleading or that's what's confusing, I think. Absolutely. And we've talked we talked about this a little bit before. Americans are this is a uniquely American problem because as Americans, we are obsessed with where we come from because we don't come seemingly come from anywhere. And we are so distanced. And I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying a lot of times people like you and mm-hmm. me and Holly, mm-hmm. we seem very removed from that strong cultural identity. Right. And we sort of picked up little things, bits and pieces from different parts of our family, maybe not even knowing where those came from. And those cultural things may not actually reflect where our actual ancestors came Mm -hmm. from. So people just stop. I know there's a tendency to do it because you don't want to like necessarily, you don't have the time to like sit there and understand all the science. You just look at this thing as ancestry.com is presenting it. Like I'm only 20% Irish. What? Yeah. That's not, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It does though. Yeah. And we're here for you. And you're still the same. Yes. You can still march in the, you know, St. Patty's day parade, wear your green t-shirt. Of course. Thank you, Bradley. Yeah, you know, I'm here for you. Uh, well, I'm going to need you to stay there for me because, you guys, I I got to confess something. I have been unnaturally obsessed with Britney Spears' Instagram. What? I need you to either support me in that or talk me off a ledge. All We're right. going to talk about it after this on my Talk 1071. You guys, I need your support. Oh, okay. Or I don't know what I need. I need you to... <laughs> Help me. This is the you. Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um <laughs> <laughs> I've I have spent more time than I have, more time than I care to admit. Uh just really going deep into Britney Spears' Instagram account. Okay, poor K. Well, so all of this uh, story that has arisen in the last, I don't know, a couple weeks yeah. about um, this speculation that perhaps Britney Spears is being, or, or I should say was being held against her will okay, uh, and is unnecessarily under the conservatorship that was put in place over a decade ago. Yeah. Um, has like got me thinking I can read tea leaves through her Instagram posts. Okay, like... For example, I spent, you know, um, I won't even admit how much time I spent on it this morning looking at her Instagram posts. And, you know, 
when I look at them, I'm not just like casually scrolling past them like I do on Instagram, maybe smiling, maybe hitting the heart button. I'm looking at how she looks, who else is present, who might be holding the camera, yeah. Have you, uh, can I, what she's doing. Can I ask, have you yeah. listened to this Britney's Graham podcast? Yeah. That's the that's their thing, right? Yep. Well, I haven't listened to anything more than the one episode where they talk about Free Britney. Now, prior to that, my understanding is of that of that podcast was because it's hosted by two comedians that they were sort of delighted by her Instagram and kind of enjoyed hearing from Britney in that in that um platform until they got that call from a paralegal who worked in the office where her conservatorship was handled okay and that's kind of what cracked open the whole free britney thing so i listened to just that podcast where they shared that and they became very concerned i have not listened since i did not listen prior and so i don't really know what their position was or is now kind of looking at it with different eyes. So what do you, like, what have you learned from... Well, the biggest, my biggest takeaway, and this is the thing that disturbs me, I think, the most, is that a lot of her posts are, not a lot, a good, a hefty amount, are posts from video shoots that she does for her career, maybe for a fragrance that she's selling, maybe it's a video from a a performance of hers, maybe it's her in a costume from her Vegas residency Whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, because again, I feel like I've approached Britney Spears from a different angle now that we've been talking about this for so long or for the last couple of weeks. I I understand that her father is the is her conservator, yeah. which means he's making all the decisions about her career. Yeah. And I see these posts that really are a part of her career, part of her entertainment career. And how highly sexualized she is. Now, I know that that sounds dumb and naive. It's Britney well, Spears. She's yeah. a pop star. I mean, she's been that way since she was a child. Exactly. In a, like schoolgirl outfit with braids. Exactly. Yeah. But but that was before. Well, I mean, that was when a manager would have been more in charge of her career. Um, and not, you know, not as much in of her life decisions. And I'm thinking like I, I'm watching her like perform in the sexual way and i'm thinking her dad okay so that's the thing is that's there and is creeping like you out. kind of creeping me out and just like making me very uncomfortable i i don't know if that tells me anything i pay attention to that i paid attention to the expression on her face the look in her eyes in different yeah. videos those kinds of things that Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. But I am spending way too much time on this. So you guys either need to talk me out of it or tell well, me I'm normal. Why would we talk you out of it? I mean, first of all, that's what we do on this show is go deep. I mean, I spent the first segment of our show telling you about, I think, what is a prostitution ring happening on Instagram. Yeah, but not most with people, Britney Spears. Which most people would probably go, what are you even talking about? So I am not here to disabuse you of the idea of going deep in the shallow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I need to not be spending so much time on something I don't understand. Because I think the problem is this. We don't know anything. Yeah. And so it's sort of an exercise in futility to be digging through her Instagram looking for is I don't it, know though? what. I don't yeah. think it is. I hear you on that point, Colleen. On the other hand, I highly encourage you to read the subtext on Britney Spears' tweets from five years ago. Oh. Or not tweets, but Instagram yes. posts. I mean, just saying, like, you know, we'll bring you some snacks and make yes. sure that you hydrate. Okay, fine. I'll continue to do the investigating. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't and I'll bring you my findings. Any reason for you to not continue to be obsessed? I can't be alone. There, I, I bet. I, actually, you know what? I know I'm not alone because there are comments happening as recently as a day ago from uh, posts from years ago. So when we come back, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. D-bag. We've got some celebrities behaving badly for you on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk. I know you can't control the weather. I'm sorry. My talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We've got some celebrities behaving badly that we call D Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. You're going to need to go first, Dingaling. Oh, okay. Well, I'd be happy to. Toots and Fruitsies. Thank you. Is that a menu item at Denny's? I'm not entirely sure. No, I call sure. my dog Toots and Fruits. Thank you? <laughs> no, I just realized I wasn't calling you my dog. It's a term of endearment. Okay. I want to talk about Farrah Abraham. Oh, speaking of Toots and Fruits. I really don't have any... There's nothing about this that makes her a D-bag necessarily, it's just a general sort of debug um, cloud that surrounds all of this. I saw this headline today and I thought, I'm all in. Okay. Uh, it was Teen Mom Farrah Abraham wishes she could spend more time with her daughter, Sophia. Oh, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm thinking, well, f- I'm going to read this because first of all, duh. duh. Second of all, my immediate response to somebody saying, I wish I could spend more time with my kids is especially somebody of means, which she is because she's built kind of a weird career for herself, is maybe find a way to do so if that's something you wish for yourself. Yeah, do it. But um, I went ahead and read the whole article that just included amazing quotes straight out of the mouth of Farrah Abraham that I would like to read for you. Thank you. Are you ready? The biggest challenge of being a single mom right now is doing all of these companies and projects. (laughs) Well, that truer words. I mean... Thank you. And balancing being there a lot for my daughter. Throughout the year, I'm probably gone like two months out of the year anyway from her, if not more. Uh, Even though we're always together, it seems. (laughs) What? I love her because she never says anything with But she's smart enough to know what to say without actually being able to say it. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Kind of. I felt like Sarah just 
came through here. Yeah, right? <laughs> Such as maps and geography, <laughs> America and mm-hmm. maps, American. Americans. So she knows that, like, this is a headline that will sell. Right. I want to be closer to my daughter Mm -hmm. without actually applying that to herself before she starts speaking. Because then as she starts speaking, she realizes she really doesn't have a leg to stand on. I'd like to be closer to my daughter. She's like a verbal salad shooter. (laughs) Like she. Well, assembles words that just. I would say it's more of the other end. Okay. That's true. It's like a back end salad shooter. I mean, helps you every day. It's far more helter skelter than the uniform uh, departure of a cucumber from a salad shooter. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Okay, I'd like to continue. With, Thank you. With, with her your word, word salad. salad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she goes on and says, "There are many issues with babysitters and privacy." <laughs> so. Before it takes off, I'd rather have her with family. What? Huh? Before it takes off, what? She, I think she's talking about her businesses. Before oh, her businesses of- take off, she'd rather have her her being Sophia with... I mean, I feel like I'm doing a weird translation exercise right now. Okay. As for Sophia, by the way, who is, I think, maybe 10. Okay. She's really focusing on finishing up her schoolwork right now. Mm, yeah. Like that, um, you know that daughter is far more uh, an adult than her actual mother is, which is yes. sad. But then she goes on to say, uh, after she says she's focused on finishing up her schoolwork right now, Farah Abraham says of her daughter Sophia. So I'm very excited and proud of her. She's been cooking. She's been doing little scripted stuff in between her activities. Oh what scripted stuff? I don't even know what this means. And Sophia will become a much bigger star than she is. Yeah. Okay. What? Well, I wouldn't uh, doubt that her child absolutely plans on going into the family business. The reality side of things, hopefully, is the only extension of that. I don't know. I just, like, I don't know. I had to share that with you because I don't know what just hit me in the face. So A lot of salad. I know. A lot of salad. Not just cucumbers. It feels like it's already been processed. (laughs) Exactly. Um, okay, so Farrah Abraham. Who does Farrah Abraham liken herself to or model herself on? Kim Kardashian. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Guess who my debug is? Or a sex doll version <laughs> of Kim Kardashian. More accurately. Like a Can blow I up ask doll. A question? Sure. Is there a big difference between not those really. things? No, okay, not really. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to be rude, but okay. <laughs> so you made me be rude. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Damn <to> rules. <laughs> Can you please uh, listen to me now? Because <laughs> I want to yes. make Kim wow. Kardashian yep. my D-bag. Yep. Okay, go. I've been saying that my whole life. Please listen to <laughs> me now. Um, this is going to blow your mind in the world of blowing okay. your mind. Quote, Kim Kardashian wouldn't be a traditional pastor's wife if Kanye West starts a church. I, okay, no. Nope. So remember this whole thing about Sunday service? Mm-hmm. And how could we forget? He just did his Sunday service at Coachella. Right. Um, but, but you'll remember they like when it, they were at pains to say like, this is not religious. It is just a thing that he's doing. He is not a preacher. He's not preaching. He just does the thing. 
And again, it sounded very fair, Abraham, because you were mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what you're saying. Right. You call something a Sunday service, which is mm-hmm. a church service. Mm-hmm. That's what a Sunday service is. Mm-hmm. It's a church mm-hmm. with the Jesus and the mm-hmm. God and the mm-hmm. or not, depending Whatever on what your, your beliefs, beliefs are. are. And uh, but it's not a church. But over at People Magazine currently today, earlier this afternoon, in the weeks since massive crowds flocked to attend the artist's Sunday service at Coachella on Easter, a source now says that Kanye West is seriously considering sharing his faith more regularly with people by starting an actual church. Quote, Kim is 100% on board with this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She is a Christian too. And she understands the importance of being spiritual. Now, Mm -hmm. that is not like the the douchebag part to me. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, hey, Kanye West wants to be moved by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen! Mm -hmm. Do it! Yes. But of Kim Kardashian, the source explains, quote, she wouldn't be a traditional pastor's wife who organizes bake sales. Okay, that's rude. <laughs> okay. First of all. Thank you. That is rude. But she will support him if he starts a church. She'll be there for that. Okay, first of all, the source is one of the Kardashians. Yeah, clearly. So there's Christian. that. Yeah. Second of all, but they want so... you to know she's not going to be like. This is what I love about the Kardashians. Like we're not going to do it like everybody else. We're not just going to be like some bake salads, Jesus freaks. We're gonna we're gonna be our own, you know, better thing. I'm gonna be the cool. Person. We're gonna be the yeah. cool church. I'm not yeah. a regular mom. We're, I'm a cool mom. We're gonna play the guitar and sing praises. Okay, well, welcome to 25 years ago. But anyway, um. She mm-hmm. does say of his service quote that it's a healing experience. It's not just music. Can we just call it yep. what it actually is? Because that's what's bothering me, I think, is what Kanye West is doing may be healing. It may move people. It may even spark some interest in people. But make no mistake, it is a concert. Uh and he is, this is it's about, ex- it, this is about another extension Him. of his career. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Because you know what else is healing? Preparation H. Yeah. Oh, I mean, God. come on. Okay, Holly. I yeah. love how she goes I right to the bottom. I hear where you're going with that. <laughs> well. Um, but yes. No, it, you're absolutely right. That's, I think, the thing that's frustrating because I can hear people out there who are like, and, you know, they're like, he's just trying to do the thing and reach the people, man. He's got to go where the people are, blah, 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 blah. But I, I would argue that it's far more about um, him mm-hmm. than anything else. And that's why it seems a little, a little dangerous. Yeah. Right? Like using well, religion mm-hmm. to get your ego fed is a little scary. L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. Other people. I mean, yeah, I just uh, listen again. I am happy for any time somebody finds their peace in their spirituality or their religion. That is a wonderful, wonderful gift in in this world. However, and I feel like, yay. Okay, great. If that's what Kanye West is going through right now. Yay. No pun intended. Get it. See what I did there. 
But if we can just take a step back and look at how it's manifesting in invite-only Sunday services. Well, that's the other thing is this is an invite-only experience, and they couch it very Christian-y, which is weird because, you know, again, I'm not here to talk religion, but you're advertising something as, quote, uh, it's definitely something he believes in, Jesus, and there's a Christian vibe, but there's no preaching. It's just a very spiritual Christian experience. Which I'm sorry, mm-hmm. that's that sounds like about a half a dozen other oppor- opportunities that already exist for people. And again, what's the common denominator here, or what's the what's the you boil everything down and you end up with Kanye, mm-hmm. and that's the combo that I think is a little scary because right. then you're in like Jim Jones territory where you got all these people who are willing to do stuff for one person mm-hmm. in because, the name of religion, be- which is a little scary, right? And because if you pluck. Kanye West out of the experience, yeah. it's not the same experience yeah. any longer. Uh, and so, yeah, yes. like, would you show up if it was me? No, I mean, I would because, yeah, would you really? You, yeah. If I was like, it's funny to me, hey, I want you to come to my Christian vibe experience. <laughs> don't please don't ever <laughs> say that ever I, out of curiosity. I'll show up <laughs> yeah. at least uh, once, yeah. <laughs> Yes. At least once. Also, mm-hmm. it's only open to my A list pals like Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. Okay, you would show up to see mm-hmm. those guys, mm-hmm. but like as a person who's actually interested in finding some sort of spiritual redemption in the world, mm-hmm. you're not finding it through <laughs> Kanye West. Yes. And then mm-hmm. they go on in the very same words to say it's only open to Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom, but Kanye has always had a vision that he is there for all people of different backgrounds. I mean, I, I, what? I, yeah, no, this? there's just a lot of double speak happening. Everybody's again, talking like Farrah Abraham. Again, oh, verbal. No. Oh my verbal God, what's her name? Salad shooters. What? What's her last name? Abraham. Abraham. Mm, had many sons. And many sons had Farrah Abraham. Nope. All right, when we come back. Oh my God. On the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay. I'm. This is... Uh, we're just going to have to get a little bit depressed and sad for a moment. Oh, great. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about this, but I think this is really important to talk about because we were, uh, we talked a lot about the TV show, the Netflix show, 13 Reasons Why. And okay. some data has come out mm-hmm. uh, that links that Netflix show to some pretty horrifying statistics that I'd like to share with you and talk a little bit about how hindsight it's 2020 after this on my talk 107.1. Okay, so uh, some data was released today that puts uh, the premiere of that Netflix show, 13 Reasons Why, into some perspective. And I wanted to bring it to you on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, because <clears throat> at the time that that TV show came out, by the way, it was April of 2017. So that was two, two years, years ago. ago now. Um, there was a lot of buzz surrounding the show, so much that we talked about it a lot on our air. Um, And we questioned a lot about what the messages of suicide were in that TV show, in that Netflix show, and how it was being received and whether it was going to have a positive impact or a negative impact. Yeah. And, you you know, people were concerned that it was sensationalizing something, that it just really framed the concept in a way or the issue in a way that was troublesome or troubling. Yeah. And for those who don't know, essentially without giving, you know, without 
going too deep into it. The whole theme of the TV show or the Netflix show, 13 Reasons Why, centers around a young woman who decides to take her own life and how it sort of plays out in her friend group. It's a, it's a dramatized story. and There's a lot of different themes that are confronted in it, and it's based on a book. Uh, and all of this, by the way, marketed to teens. Well, yeah. here's the data. Uh, and this is from uh, some research done by the Nationwide Children's Hospital. And uh, it was published in a peer-reviewed journal of the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry. The, uh, the statistics are alarming. They took data... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Over the over the a period of um, like I want to say it was two like five years, and they looked at the suicide rates mm-hmm. in people from teenage all the way up to you know on both ends of the spectrum, and what they found was teen suicide spiked in the month following the premiere of that Netflix show okay. spiked in a way they had not seen. Yep. Uh, throughout that those many years, that span of many years, and um, they that is concerning. It uh, they had the highest rate of suicide among the ages ten to seventeen. It increased by twenty eight point nine percent in the month following the season one premiere okay. of Thirteen Reasons Why, and that is alarming and concerning. Um, and what that points to is that perhaps the way it was covered in that show and the popularity of that show probably had an effect on the teen suicide rate. Yeah. And I, you know, hearing that, I feel like hindsight is 2020 because we really did wrestle with that while we talked about it and the way that that TV show or that Netflix show had caught the zeitgeist. And now I feel like, yeah, of course, of course that happened. And I am sick about the fact that this was like, this is a, this, this wasn't like, you know, Felicity cut her hair and then girls' haircuts changed. This is like people lost their lives after we had the, had this show on Netflix. Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, that is, that's, you're making a conclusion that we need, I think probably need to better understand what that study shows and what they actually looked at and what they accounted for, because that's a huge statement to make. And one that I feel like would be very heavy on the the shoulders of the people responsible for that show. Right. I mean, and I, yes, and I hear what you're saying, and I don't know that we'll ever because, know, but that's a correlation that's alarming. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Yeah. The, no, the, the data is very interesting. Mm-hmm. The data deserves, you know, um, the data deserves to be looked at and understood. Um, 
you, I, I would just not want to put like incredible pressure on the people that created that show and make them feel like they were somehow responsible for people who took their own lives. Right. What I, what I, you know, when I look at it, when I think back on that show, I think, well, you know, when you, when you take this into account and then you consider the show and the themes of that show, 13 reasons why uh, the first season on Netflix I think about how it sort of glamorized in the sense that it, mm-hmm. it looked at how the, the main character who had taken her own life had left behind audio tapes and you were seeing kind of the revenge being played out among the living yeah. in her circle. Yeah. And I thought I, I can think about how that might have looked to somebody who was thinking of taking their own lives. Yeah. And Netflix did respond when people were showed concern about that. Yeah. And they did put an extra warning along with the show, 13 reasons why that gave people a phone number to call, which is, which was a responsible thing to do. But at the end of the day, it doesn't actually do much more. I mean, it was easy for people to pass over that because the larger portion of the show was dealing with, the story. Um, I, it just, it feels like it's one of those things where you're like, okay, I, now I see it differently knowing this. Well, I was going to say, I bet, you know, Netflix is going to be very careful the next time they're approached with a story like this, because they may not realize the unintended consequences of, you know, what they're doing. I mean, everybody should probably be more thoughtful about the content they create. Um, if you look through this story, it ta- the story, one of the authors of the this particular study talks about the suicide contagion, which is a mm-hmm. thing I think we actually brought up. Um, uh, you know, when we address this issue, that's like a legitimate thing that science can account for. So, you know, you would hope that people who are creating entertainment um, that deals with issues like this are aware of something like that because that is a legitimate thing. Right. Um, to what, re- to what extent they are responsible for, you know, not telling a story because of their fear of that happening. I don't know. That's like a, you know, a bigger question. You know, this, and one of the things I also think about is how, you know, whether we like it or not, it is science that, that brains of youth are not, the same as brains of adults. They're not developed in the same way. Their decision-making is not online in the same way that, that it is for adults. And so I think about the fact that that show and the book that it's based on were marketed to teens to a younger yeah. set, to have, young adults. Has Netflix responded to this? They have, actually. So um, this is what the spokesperson for Netflix said. Uh, we've just seen this study, and we are looking into the research. And then they go on to say, which conflicts with last week's study from the University of Pennsylvania, uh, which I haven't had a chance to look at that either. Um, but uh, it's they said... A Netflix spokesperson said it's critically it's a critically important topic and we've worked hard to ensure that we handle the sensitive issue responsibly. Uh, And so, you know, to to their point uh, that there was another another uh, study done that seems to point to the fact that 13 reasons why may reduce suicide may have reduced suicide risk for young adults who watch it all the way to the end. Okay, which is I mean. Because that's the other thing. You can't be responsible for how much of the show people watch yeah. if they really stayed around for the outcome. Yeah. Um, and it was, a, I don't, it was a multiple episode show on Netflix. 
So. Well, ultimately, if people are asking questions and doing science, I mean, that's going to lead to good things, yes. I would assume. So yes. at least somebody's doing some research. Ah, oh, that was heavy. Let's move on. Let's talk about... Um, let's talk about other TV shows and movies. Maybe ones that we wish we had an alternative oh, ending sequels. to. Oh, sequels. We got to talk sequels. Yes. We're going to talk about sequels after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be who is out of treatment options. For the doctor who has a brilliant idea but needs research funding. For the people who faced cancer head-on and climbed incredible heights while they were with us. For the children who celebrate the end of chemo. We conquer cancer for all who have been touched by it. Conquer Cancer accelerates breakthroughs in research and care for every cancer, every patient, everywhere. Join us at conquer.org. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.